0: Matthew's story of Jesus' birth focuses on the role of Joseph, who adopts the divinely begotten child into the family of David and obediently gives him the name Jesus, which means God saves. The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the first chapter. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife. But had no marital relations with her until she had borne a son, and he named him Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. Christ. We invite you to be seated. <coughs> Let us pray. Gracious God, take my lips and speak through them. Take our minds and think through them. And take our hearts and set the fire of the Holy Spirit in them. Amen. I am guessing that at some point in these past few weeks, you have heard some Christmas music. It is hard to step into any consumerism location and not be lambasted with either instrumental or classic or more modern versions of Christmas music. Maybe you found, like me, that there is a television station where you can listen to the sounds of the season for hours. The other night, I heard the song, Mary Did You Know. This is one Christmas song that has had some controversy around it. The writer of the lyrics, Mark Lowry, created a YouTube video in 2017 that addresses the debate about the song he wrote. In this video, he says, Mary, did you know, is filled with rhetorical questions. Because how could Mary know the whole significance of her son to the entire world? But that it is the wonder of it. And that the baby was the fullness of God taking on flesh. Mike Lowry's lyrics include words and phrases like the following... Mary, did you know that one day your baby boy would walk on water, that he would (coughs) save our sons and daughters? Mary, did you know he would deliver you, give sight to the blind man, calm the storm with his hand, walk where the angels trod and kiss the face of God? Mary, did you know Mary, did you know? Rhetorical questions filled with our own questions of how could she possibly know and yet in her own way did fully grasp what God taking on flesh would be able to do for she gave her immediate obedience to the possibilities. What we do know is what Mary knew, is found in a different gospel than our reading this morning, the gospel of Luke. Here we have Mary, a virgin who is engaged to a man named Joseph, a man of the house of David. An angel approaches Mary and asks her to accept that she has found favor with God and that she will conceive in her womb and bear a son. The angel Gabriel says, "'He will be great.'" And will be called the son of the most high and his kingdom will have no end. Mary, of course, is flabbergasted knowing that she and Joseph had, has not, have not consummated their marriage yet. How could she possibly become pregnant? And yet, she boldly answers the angel. For nothing will be impossible with God. Here I am. The servant of the Lord, let it be with me according to your word. And the angel departs from her. What do you suppose happened next? Did she tell her family? From our gospel reading this morning, we know she didn't tell Joseph the whole story, if she even told him she was pregnant. Maybe Mark Lowry should write another second song called, Joseph, Did You Know? Because obviously in our Gospel today, he is clueless to what has transpired. One commentator suggested that Mary's family quietly goes to Joseph to tell him that Mary is pregnant. The reasons they would do so are completely valid. In whatever way, though, that Joseph finds out she is pregnant, he finds out before he learns the cause. We do know that it is Joseph's name and reputation that are on the line here. And it is only through Joseph's active obedience to the divine message he receives that both his reputation and that of the baby Jesus are preserved. Unlike the Gospel of Luke, where we really don't hear anything about Joseph, here in the Gospel of Matthew we know nothing about Mary, except for the suspicious fact that while she and Joseph are betrothed, she becomes pregnant, and that Joseph is not the father. The betrothal at that time, while less than a full marriage, was certainly more than any modern notion of an engagement. Betrothal was a legal contract. Documents had been signed, dowries exchanged, binding agreements set into place. And while a legal marriage did not exist until the husband had taken his wife into his home and consummated their union, a betrothed couple were celibate. Yet the betrothed couple was a legal entity and already bound by the Hebraic codes of conduct. Finding out that Mary was pregnant would then have have labeled her as an adulteress, and therefore she faced the full measure of the adultery laws found in Deuteronomy, which meant being stoned to death or later interpreted to be strangled. So at this point, Joseph only knows what he must do to his beloved Mary to save his reputation and protect his family name. His immediate response, it reads, is that of a righteous man, and he instead chose to react to this news with mercy. He had a choice. He could bring public charges of adultery against Mary and let the law take its full course Or he could simply ask two witnesses, take two witnesses with him, and formally confront Mary with charges of adultery. In the presence of just those two witnesses, Joseph could divorce his betrothed and have nothing more to do with her. But even as Joseph considers this more compassionate, face saving way out of this awkward situation, he receives a direct message from a divine messenger about what he should do and why. In his dream, Joseph is told to take a, quite a different course of action than the one he had been considering. The angel tells Joseph to go ahead with the marriage because the adultery accusation is not true. Mary should not be made subject to the law because her pregnancy came about through the activity of the Holy Spirit. The child she bears was conceived through divine activity and obedience to God's wishes. And now, and now it is Joseph's turn for obedience to God's wishes. Joseph was chosen for the specific purpose to fulfill the scriptures read earlier from Isaiah 7, that the Messiah would have Davidic heritage, be a son of David, that a young woman, sometimes translated as a virgin, would bear a son, and he would be called Emmanuel. God is with us. Joseph's obedience is immediate. Without hesitation, he takes Mary for his wife. He gives Jesus the Davidic heritage required. He gives the world an example of being a righteous person and raises a child that is not biologically his own. He opened his heart and spirit, his home and future, to something he could not have possibly known what was to come. So the next time we hear the Christmas Eve version of the birth narrative, let's think a little bit more about the hidden character of Joseph and wonder a bit more about his song, his Mary's song, filled with rhetorical questions. Mary, did you know that one day your baby boy would walk on water, that he could save our sons and daughters. Joseph, did you know he would deliver you? Give sight to the blind. Calm the storm with his hand. Walk where the angels trod and kiss the face of God. Mary, did you know? Joseph, did you know? Rhetorical questions filled with our own questions of how could they possibly know and yet in their own way fully grasp what God taking on flesh would be able to do for they gave immediate obedience to the possibilities. And what about us people of God? What do you know? Do you know that Jesus was born for you? Do you know that Jesus came as a baby in order to live a life destined to deliver you? Do you know? Can you fully grasp what giving your obedience to God's possibilities might look like? This is the Christmas Eve. The Christmas Eve scriptures and the fullness of Easter for each of us. People of God, do you know? Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Gracious God, we are like Mary and Joseph and do not always know the specifics of what you desire from us in sharing our gifts, caring for others in the world you made. But we do know the love And the mercy and the forgiveness you give to us to be able to reach out in ways to share your word, to comfort those in pain, and to share your grace. Amen.